Today is Tuesday, September 28th. The title for our devotional is, If the Sun Sets You Free. Remember, this week we're exploring our cultural concept of freedom in comparison with the biblical concept of freedom. The difficult task of reconstruction is to deconstruct our culture's view of freedom here and to reconstruct it around the truth of God as revealed by Jesus in Scripture. On this note, it's very comforting to know that we are not the first and only culture to struggle with this entanglement. The culture of Jesus' day, first century Israel, also possessed a culturally informed view of freedom that was contrary to the gospel of the kingdom which Jesus was declaring. Jesus often had conversations with the Pharisees and the Jews in which he attempted to point out this blind spot. He has one particularly poignant conversation in John 8. Not unlike many conversations today that attempt to untangle our American concept of freedom from our Christian concept of freedom, this conversation ends in a rather ugly manner. They accuse Jesus of being a Samaritan and having a demon. Jesus tells them that their father is not, in fact, Abraham, but Satan. Then Jesus claims to be God, and they try to stone him. So yeah, that conversation got heated quickly. In Jesus' conversation with even even some Jews who believed in him. These are, these are Jews who believed in him and were following him. Uh, we see this distorted concept of freedom come to the forefront. John 8, starting in verse 31, says, To the Jews who had believed in him, there it is, these Jews who believed in him and were following him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. So Jesus is talking about something else here entirely. Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are looking for a way to kill me, because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in the Father's presence, and you are doing what you have heard from your Father. That escalates from there. But we'll pause there. Now, before you go on, go out and tweet verse 36, declaring that Jesus has set us free from the tyranny of mask and vaccine mandates, which I've seen on social media, much to my dismay. Uh, Let's see what Jesus is actually saying. Uh, Their statement in verse 33 reveals that they have a literal slavery in mind. Their identity is so wrapped up in their nationality as descendants of Abraham that they struggle to see beyond that. One could argue that their statement is parsing hairs a bit. They may not be slaves at the moment, necessarily, but they are under the rule of Caesar and the Roman Empire. Prior to this, the people of Israel had been overthrown, if they're thinking big picture of their their ancestry, the people of Israel had been overthrown by the Assyrians and the Babylonians, and some had been taken off into slavery. Uh, Before that, they were enslaved in Egypt in the Exodus, uh, in the book of Exodus, all of which they apparently overlooked in this statement, if they were thinking big picture or if they were just thinking about themselves as individuals. Even so, Jesus is not speaking of literal slavery. No matter how many times Jesus suggests that he is not talking about their national identity, but their spiritual identity, the people simply cannot get past it. This blind spot was also wrapped up in their cultural paradigm of the Messiah. They thought that the Messiah would liberate them from their socio-political oppression and reestablish the independent kingdom of Israel as it was under 
kings like Saul, David, and Solomon. And in this instance, it would have been to overthrow the Roman Empire and reestablish their sovereignty. This assumption caused them and many other Jews to miss the true Messiah, Jesus, completely. D.A. Carson, in his commentary on John, puts it quite well. He says, not only does the practice of sin, uh, the Greek is literally the one who does sin, prove that one is a slave to sin, but the practice of sin actively enslaves. For Jesus, then, the ultimate bondage is not enslavement to a political or economic system, but vicious slavery to moral failure, to rebellion against the God who has made us. The despotic master is not Caesar, but shameful self-centeredness, an evil and enslaving devotion to created things at the expense of worship of the Creator. This is why Jesus would not let himself be reduced to the level of a merely political messiah. It is not that his claims have no bearing on questions of social justice, but that pursuit of social justice alone will always prove vain and ephemeral unless the deeper enslavement is recognized and handled. In Jesus' view, Caesar himself is a slave. End quote. Verse 34 sets the context for the off-quoted words of verse 36. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. So the slavery Jesus has in mind is a slavery to sin. With this context in mind, we read verse 36. So if the Son, that is Jesus, sets you free, you will be free indeed. So the slavery-freedom dynamic Jesus has in mind is slavery to sin and freedom in Christ. Or as we've been using this week, the the freedom from, freedom to dynamic is freedom from our sin, as in verse 36, and freedom to obedience to the teaching of Jesus, as he says in verses 31 and 32. Even in the opening statement of Jesus in verse 31, we see this concept of freedom is not absolute freedom of self-determination to decide our own morality and truth, as is often thought in our culture today. No, freedom comes when one submits to the teaching of Jesus. This immediately is a different concept of freedom than our modern American concept, which glorifies the self as the final authority on truth and morality. Submitting then to Jesus' teaching, as Keller says, is a constraint that fits our nature and actually liberates us. Throughout your day today, I would just encourage you to keep the words of Jesus running through your mind, uh, with the proper meaning in mind, of course. Do your best to memorize them. The two key phrases of Jesus in this passage, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Then later, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. So if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Meditate on those words today.